All right, good evening. Greet each you in Jesus' name again tonight. I want to thank you for your participa <coughs> participation yesterday. Don't get mad at Drew, but he painted a bleaker picture than what it was, so good for you. Last night we talked about um, worship, and uh, if there's anything that you uh, want to share tonight relating to, to last night, feel free. Any, um, if there's any heresy that you heard that you would like to clear up, you can do that as well. Um, and feel free to, yeah, if you have any questions or question anything that I say or someone says, feel free to bring that up. Right on the spot. So we talked about worship yesterday, and that and that um, plays a pretty big part in our church services. And a lot of these are going to kind of overlap a little bit, and and hopefully we um, can look at a little different angles where they where they do overlap, so it's not too much repeat. Also, when we're looking at different aspects of church life. Um, sometimes it might come across sort of negative when, when you're thinking about how you can improve or something like that. So um, hopefully, hopefully you can be encouraged in each one of these as well and, and not discouraged feeling like we're doing everything wrong. Um, so fellowship is what we're going to talk about tonight, and that also is included in our, our church services quite a bit, or it's a fairly big part of our church services. Um, this one, some of us probably find naturally, it might come a little more naturally if you're outgoing or very social. Um, it's also, um, well, well, we'll get into that. I have a couple scriptures I'd like to, to read again tonight to start with. Um, why don't... Uh, there's three of them. I think I'll just read them tonight so we can make sure you can hear them if you don't turn to them. Uh, 1 Thessalonians 5 is where I'm going to take the first one from. 1 Thessalonians 5. And I... I'm not always going to um, refer back to the scriptures a lot. I'm hoping that you can remember what they said as you think about, um, as we discuss each topic. 1 Thessalonians 5, verse, starting at verse 9. For God hath not appointed us to wrath, but to obtain salvation by our Lord Jesus Christ, who died for us, that whether we wake or sleep, we should live together with him. And then starting at 11 here is where uh, the verses that I'm specifically reading for. Wherefore, comfort yourselves together and edify one another, even as also ye do. And we beseech you, brethren, to know them which labor among you and are over you in the Lord and admonish you, and to esteem them very highly in love for their work's sake. And be at peace among yourselves. Now we exhort you, brethren, warn them that are unruly, comfort the feeble-minded, support the weak, be patient toward all men. See that none render evil for evil unto any man, but ever follow that which is good, both among yourselves and to all men. 
Hebrews 10, there's a couple verses I'd like to read. Hebrews 10, verse 23. Let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering, for he is faithful that promised. And let us consider one another to provoke unto love and to good works, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together, as the manner of some is, but exhorting one another, and so much the more, as ye see the day approaching. And then Acts 2. have an example of the early church. Acts 2 verse 41. Then they that gladly received his word were baptized, and the same day there were added unto them about 3,000 souls. And they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship, and in breaking of bread and in prayers. And fear came upon every soul, and many wonders and signs were done by the apostles. And all that believed were together, and had all things in common, and sold their possessions and goods, and parted them to all men, as every man had need. And they, continuing daily with one accord in the temple, and breaking bread from house to house, and did eat their meat with gladness and singleness of heart, praising God, and having favor with all people. And the Lord added to the church daily such as should be saved." I had to think about uh, in Acts 2 there. I know it was a transition period. Um, but it shows there how closely fellowship and is, is tied to community. I, in some ways they're somewhat similar, but um, they uh, a, a close and positive Christian fellowship leads to a lifestyle of of, um, of community. And also you can see in, in the last verse, in verse 47, um, I don't know, it seems like their, the effort they put into um, fellowshipping, they were in the temple every day, it says. You think you go to church a lot. I guess it's like this week, but um, imagine doing that for a while. Um, it says the church, the Lord added to the church daily. Um, and it seems like that could have been a product of what, what they had going on there. So, now that we have some examples of the scripture and, and some details as to what fellowship may or may not look like. I guess I would like to ask you what, how you, in your mind, describe or define fellowship. When you think of fellowship, what, what comes to your mind or what, yeah, if you had to describe to someone what fellowship was, you would, you would say what? Just looking for plain English. <laughs> what do you think of when you think of fellowship? 
encouragement. All right. That's true. Yeah, yeah, and I, I, um, thought of that aspect some too, where there's a there's a couple different aspects of Christian fellowship, and one of the, one very important one would be would be with God. Um, well, yeah, we'll see how you want want to what you want to discuss, I guess. But I, I probably will lean towards fellowship among fellow believers, um, fellowship with God and worship are, are pretty closely connected, but that's right. Anything else that you think of? Conversation. Conversation. Brotherhood. Brotherhood. Openness. Openness. Good. Um, just looking up the, the secular definition of fellowship, it said associating with people who share one's interest. A group of people meeting to pursue a shared goal or aim. Um, then the, I had looked up what the Greek word actually meant. It says it, re, it uh, refers to the concept Concepts such as joint participation, a, a gift jointly contributed, a collection, um, it carries the idea of fellowship and unity. I think it said that the same word in some versions had been translated contribution and participation in some different scriptures. So where do, where do most of you think of um, fellowship happening? Or you described kind of what you, you think of as fellowship. Um, practically speaking, where, how and where do you experience fellowship? Or what you would call fellowship? With the brotherhood. With the brotherhood. Where? Where do you see your brotherhood? Right. So, what are what are some of those places? Like, what are I don't know what y'all do regularly. Um, so, church church services would be one, like a like a Sunday morning, Sunday evening. Midweek service. Where else might you? Um, yeah, what other areas do you think of that that fellowship may take place specifically? In your homes. Bible studies. Yeah, and there, there's a lot of places that, that it can happen. I just, um, well, well, we'll talk about some of that a little a little later. 
So if we are, uh, if the definition of a lot of you, it was things that described it as brotherhood and um, openness, some different words. Um, who do we fellowship with? Is, is this something you do with anyone? Or, or what makes it what makes it fellowship? Like-minded individuals. So if we're talking about specifically Christian fellowship, then it would be people who are um, um, yeah, Christian as well, I guess, or have that same goal. Good. Um, And I, and I looked, uh, one of the first things that popped up when I was researching some of this was, are, are friends, is being a friend equal to having fellowship? And, and there was some distinction drawn between that. Um, and we're not going to get into all the details of that, but um, I think, I think sometimes we think of fellowship as, as just, um, you know, you, you go to church, and after the service, you talk with a few of your friends, and you go home, you feel refreshed, you, and you say, good fellowship. Um, and, trying to see where my... Um, and, and I guess what I had to think of is, is, is fellowship, is Christian fellowship enjoying a conversation with a like-minded person about anything? Or is there, or is it Christian fellowship what should Christian fellowship consist of, I guess? Well, let's ask this. Why is, why is fellowship important in your mind? Or isn't it? How important is it? There's some things that we take for granted. Um, last night when I was leaving for church, and this is more probably our community we take for granted, but they're, they're pretty directly connected. I was leaving for church and the neighbor lady messaged my wife. She um, only met my wife a few weeks ago and they conversed some. Anyway, she was in the hospital. She had, I don't know what the exact problem is. She goes to the hospital a lot for everything, but she's probably about my wife's age. And anyway, she, was, she messaged her and asked her, she said, I, they're taking x-rays and I'm scared. Can you come sit with me? And I had to think about it like, 
the only person that she had to come sit with her at the hospital was someone, a complete stranger she met a few weeks ago. Um, and that's, that's the opposite of what we're talking about tonight. And we, and we can take it for granted. Um, but back to the question, is, is fellowship important and why or to what degree? Would be missing if you didn't have good. Every day of life, every day of our lives, we are it's a battle between right and wrong. Good. Anything else? That, that's some of what I was hoping you would get at. Just like worship, if we if that's missing, we're gonna find it somewhere. Um. And unfortunately, in our day and age, there's a extremely fake substitute um, for for personal relationship and fellowship. That's. Maybe even almost worse than having bad friends. Anything else? Yeah, no, I know what you're saying. And I, um, I, 
So, um, to uh, one of you had talked about fellowship being important because of our, we're in a spiritual battle every day, and um, we need we need the help of others, whether we whether we think so or not, and others and the prayers of others. Um, so. Probably my weakness in, in fellowshipping is that I do tend to, um, it's easy to talk about the lighter subjects. Um, and I guess when I, when I was doing some research, that, that was Christian fellowship versus a, a friend. Um, it, sort of where they were, some people were splitting the differences that, um, I don't know if I have the definition, but a friend was someone who um, a friend is someone you know and have a bond of mutual affection with. Um, but I think they really intertwine when that mutual affection is is your desire to to serve God. Um, and so I'm not. I don't want to. I don't want to go down a rabbit trail of splitting hairs. There. I guess my thought is: is Christian fellowship should it? Why is it easy um, to lean towards fellowshipping around the thing that's not actually the main goal? In other words, what fellowship? The definition of fellowship is. Um, a, a group of people who are who, who gather for a main, or, or one aim or one goal. Um, why is it so easy to? I don't know. I don't know how you find it after church. What, what do you talk about? What do you open the conversation with? Where does it go? Where does it? Where does it stay? Maybe you're different than me. Um, but if we're going to use our fellowship for that encouragement or, or winning those battles during the week. Um, aren't we going to have to to have the fellowship centered? Or isn't the content of it going to have to be somewhat surrounding that? I don't, I don't know. What's your thoughts? You don't have that problem here. <laughs> well, I'm I'm saying okay. So let's let's take um, after church, for instance. So if if you're if you're facing a certain struggle in your life and you want. Um, encouragement or you need encouragement from a brother who's who's supposed to find like are, are they supposed to find that out or are you supposed to tell them or how, how does that happen or do you talk about football and then you go home and you're like I, I got this like 
he's on with me. I mean, like, I'm so, I'm so inspired. I'm gonna, yeah, the, you know, whatever I was struggling with, whatever it may be. What's your thoughts? How, how does that break down in real life? Or how do you do it? You just... Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, any other thoughts? I like that. Yeah, and I think, I think the closer you are, probably the more you'll notice if something's not right um, or um, and, and you'll be quicker to, to share. Um, yeah, I had to think about, um, and I'm not, I, yeah, I, I agree with what you're saying. I'm not saying that, I, I don't think that every time you're with a fellow Christian, there's no, um, there's no room for, for other topics. Um, although I know for me personally, I probably err on that side. Uh, and, and maybe we can talk some about why that is. But I had to think about in Acts 2 where we read where they were, it says they continued daily with one accord in the temple, breaking bread, and ate their meat with gladness and singleness of heart, praising God. Um, I, had, I just had to wonder what their, what their conversations were. Um, how many of them were 
focused around, yeah, I don't know. It just would be interesting to be able to step back in time and, and just live, live that. Probably not. <laughs> yeah, it'd be a lot of things to discuss. Yeah. One of the definitions given for fellowship was encouragement. Mm -hmm. And you'd ask the question, how do we, what should we do if we need help, or how do we find out if other people need help or encouragement? You know, fellowship, if I come to church with wanting to talk about what I want to talk about, or all my problems, I probably won't get too far. If I come with, hey, brother, how are you doing? Mm -hmm. What are you interested in? What are you facing this week? I found that then it actually comes back to me and I get encouraged. Right. Yeah. And, that, and that's how, just making a space, that's how a lot of these things are. Um, giving someone an opportunity to share is a huge step in... in and that actually happening. And then, like you said, then you often are encouraged yourself. And it also, if, if you give them the opportunity, they share, and uh, maybe you had, did have something that you, wanted, that you felt you should be encouraged in that, that gives you an opportunity to share with them as well. Yeah, and I, I think we just, a lot of times... We get, we're worried about what other people are going to think and they're sitting there doing the same thing. They'd be just as glad to talk about whatever it is. Um, and they just need to make, be the one to have the first step. Do we fellowship enough? Um, Hebrews 10, it said, uh, don't, don't, Forsake the assembling of yourselves, and even more what? Remember? All right, what's the day? Christ's return. Is there any chance that's approaching? <laughs> I don't know, I had to think about that. It's an interesting verse. And even more. Um, yeah, I I don't know how it is in your setting. I, I've grew, grown up in sort of three different settings. Uh, I've been a member of three different groups. Um, before you think I'm a church hopper, um, <laughs> I I grew up in one, and then my parents moved, and then. Um, we wanted to be part of, uh, we moved to Lebanon City to be, to reach out to the city, and then new life came there, and it was, it was what we were looking for, so we joined there, and um, it's been interesting, different, different groups do different things, um, and maybe some of it's time, too, I just, I just remember there was, when we were, when I first started running around as a youth, like every Sunday night, you went somewhere, somewhere to church, um, and then uh, when 
whenever there was a new baby at our house, we always had lots of visitors and different things like that. And like some of that seems to have kind of faded out a little bit. Um, and those were, in my opinion, those are like all different ways that you can fellowship. Um, and so, I, as a person, like as our family, we try to to proactively invite people to our place Sunday evenings that we're not doing anything, and it's it's been a tremendous blessing. Um, now we are people at Waterworks have a, a big advantage here because starting an outreach or whatever, and so you have, you can your conversations can surround that instead of all the all the light topics, you know. <laughs> Um, but yeah I don't know I've, I've thought about that verse different times because uh, the way things are and who knows we don't know when the Lord's going to return but if there's ever a time when the Christian needed encouragement in their daily walk it now is sure seems like a um time when, when we could use it. Um, is there anything that might hinder, that you can think of, that might hinder our ability for frequent Christian fellowship? Maybe some of these things you can change and maybe not. Is, is there anything you can think of in our society today that might hinder Hinder that some. I was at a, um, when we were on our honeymoon, we were in San Diego, and um, I'm not sure if my wife had heard about or read about or something. We went to the I think it's called The Rock. It's a mega church out there. I think they have about, I think it said 15,000 plus. They're weekly. It's not all at once attendance. They have a couple different services, but they're weekly amount of people who go through there a week. I think it's around a little over 15,000. Um, and that was the least fellowshipy <laughs> service I was ever at. Um, they got you in, you sat down, you had the band, you had the, the minister. Actually, I think that was a satellite one. I think he was on this, like they just, he was at another location and they broadcasted him there. And then um, after you were all done, to get all those people out was pretty much just like exiting a theater and then the next service was gonna start right after that or whatever. Um, and so being at that it felt like we do an amazing job with fellowship um, there was not much place for it there um, but is there anything you can think of that might might affect your fellowship or how open you are with each other or anything like that different anything anything that could could hinder that
Why might you not be open with your fellow believers or find it hard to talk about spiritual things or There, there's a lot of different things I had thought of, um, and different, different groups, or different congregations are different. Um, I know if there's, if people are prone to gossip, that can cause um, a lot of issues. Maybe you have sin in your life that you are ashamed of, and you would rather not get too deep. Um, Maybe you have unresolved relational issues. Um, maybe you're just too spread out. I know um, I've went to churches already where there was people 30 minutes north and 30 minutes south, and that can, that can be really hard to um, to build a close relationship with people who are so far apart. And that's not necessarily something you can fix, but I'm just things that could hinder. Um, and also, I've been part of congregations that were 50 people and 250 people. And um, they both have their place, but I would definitely say the bigger the congregation, the harder it is to, um, um, to have a lot of open fellowship. And so, I, yeah, I don't, there's not any, hopefully you all are um, have an open brotherhood and um, encourage each other regularly. Um, if so, I, I, that's great. There's nothing uh, more attractive than even to outsiders, like that's another thing that fellowship isn't only important for us personally. It is whether you know it or not. It is a testimony um, to others. Others see, and uh, even if they visit, they um, there's nothing more attractive than than people working in unity, even despite their differences. Um, and that's something. Most people outside of the Christian faith can't even relate to. Um, Something that I think really hurts fellowship is if a person, for lack of better words, a person is all about themselves. Mm -hmm. And every time you talk to people in fellowship, Yeah. And and that's not that's not right either. But as Christians we shouldn't be about ourselves, we should be about others. Have interest in other people and 
No, that's that's. I'm not sure how you fix that, but that, that definitely does hurt. Um, hurt fellowship. All right. Was there anything else anyone had? Any question? Question you had on your mind, or anything that you were thinking of? Good. Yeah, I had that verse on one of my papers, but I must not have got to that. But yeah, that's a good one. Very good. Anyone else? Yeah, that is, when you have that balance figured out, you can let me know. <laughs> I had written, I don't even know what it was for. I wrote in my notes here, it says, does my paycheck suffer so I can get it, so I can get enough fellowship? Or does my fellowship suffer so I can get enough paycheck? I'm not sure where that was supposed to fit in, but that's, um, yeah, that is, that's tough. Anything else? Yeah, very good. Well, you all know what your personal journey with fellowship is. Um, and as, as time goes on here, the spiritual battle I, it doesn't seem to be getting any less intense. And um, fellowship is key, if not vital, to our, our spiritual survival. We weren't created to be loners. We talked about that. And, and we need the encouragement and prayers of our fellow believers, so, um, yeah, as you continue um, on in your Christian journey, that's, if there's anything that's hindering your, your fellowship with your fellow believers, take care of it, because it'll, as uncomfortable as whatever it is you might need to take care of, it, it'll be far worth it, because um, there's, there's nothing that can replace positive Christian fellowship.
All right, let's pray. Our Father in heaven, thank you again for another um, summer day today. Just thank you for giving each of us life and health and safety today. We pray not against your will, you would grant us safety as we travel home again. Just pray that you would be with us as we go throughout the remainder of this week. Just pray that we would be open to your will and be a light wherever um, wherever you would call us. Just pray that we would um, be open and sensitive to, to our brothers and uh, be uh, ready to encourage edify them however we can help us just open our eyes to, to um, maybe see the things that are that are maybe even um, glaring but we've, we haven't been noticing help us to uh, yeah just pray that your your spirit would would prompt us to um, spend the right amount of time uh, taking time for others even if it means a bit of a sacrifice on our part. Just thank you again for who you are and for um, giving us the opportunity to, to live a life free of sin and forgiven in your Son. Pray this all in Jesus' name. Amen. You're dismissed.